This episode of the Weekly Regular is brought to you by our brand new website, weeklyregular.com. That's right. We have a website now. We are so legit. We have a website. We are, in fact, too legit to quit. We're not going to quit. We can't because we have a website now. That and makes it official. We put too much of our own personal finances into this <laughs> into this project to back out now. If it does not fail, my wife will be furious with me. <laughs> we will be single. Uh, Wait, yeah. if it does not fail? Oh, no, if man. it does fail. If it does All right, fail. take three. Take no, three. <laughs> no. Uh, if you're listening, we have done a take prior to this. Um, no, uh, yeah, this episode is brought to you by our new website, weeklyregular.com, where you can find uh, links to our podcast. You can find uh, all of your favorite weekly regular material, plus soon to come weekly regular comedy content, including a Ooh. new sketch. Ooh. What? A new sketch that should already be there. Oh my goodness. So if you're listening to this after Monday, you can find uh, a new sketch by the weekly regular comedy team. And uh, we will be putting up new sketches and comedy material there for you to enjoy, along with links to our podcast. Yep. All right. Enjoy the show. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Hassan. And my name is Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? How was your, how was your week? Um, it was all right. Um, what did you do this week besides not seeing Aladdin? <laughs> I can... I can Starting right out of the gate with it. <laughs> do you have something you want to talk to me about, Hassan? Yeah, I do, but I want to hear about your week first. Um... Yeah, uh, I did a couple gigs. I did a my annual doo-wop gig. Do what is doo-wop for those of, of us who don't know? It's like because uh, for those of us who don't know, it's he's not talking about the Lauren Hill song. <laughs> that would be amazing though if you play like one time a year. You gather with a bunch of other musicians and just play doo-wop that thing by Lauren Hill. Um, I do play that song more than once a year. Uh, oh, dude, you're breaking the you're breaking the calendar of doo-wopism. You're, you're right. Um, it's, uh, not the most glamorous of gigs. Um, so you're not playing for Fergie. Got it. Uh, no. Um, glamorous, glamorous. Well, I, as I tell this story, it's going to get progressively worse and worse. I'm used to that at this point. We've been doing this podcast for about 20, <laughs> 20, 25 episodes now. This is actually episode number 25. So is it really? Congratulations. Hey, yeah. Good Qu- call. Quarter centennial, right? Centennial is uh, a hundred years. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or a celebration of a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So it's our, it's our quarter centennial. Happy birthday. Uh, happy quarter birthday. Yeah. Is that how birthdays work? In, yeah, that's how I celebrate in birthdays. Podcast? Okay. Once, four times a year, I celebrate my birthday. I celebrate a quarter birthday. Oh, every three months. Yeah. I, celebra- I celebrate the, the, the trimesters of my childhood development in my mom's womb. Oh. So, happy first trimester. <laughs> we are the size of a grapefruit or whatever. I thought you were going to sing a, like a song like... We are the size, like, we. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. Oh. Remember that song? What song is that? That's a Barry Manilow song, right? Oh, oh is that the... It's either Barry Manilow or Burt Bacharach, one of those oh. guys. <laughs> one of those white-haired gentlemen <laughs> that live very, like, non-threatening songs to women. You know? That, like, my, my grandma probably listens to. Yeah, those are the guys who learned the mistakes of the Frank Sinatras. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever listened yes. to Frank Sinatra music and, like, really paid attention to the lyrics? It's... Really problematic. Well, so this is why I want to talk about doo-wop, actually, is because... Uh, Luck be a lady tonight. <laughs> she doesn't talk out of place or tell me how when when or when not to smoke. You know, like, it's like, it's like whoa, Frank. So doo-wop is like, 
It's from the 50s. It's like four oh. part, four guys singing. So it's like barbershop quartet kind of. Almost, but there's like usually a band and it's like kind of upbeat, cheesy kind of stuff. Like, give me a doo-wop song that everyone like knows. Like Rock and Robin would probably, we actually play Rock and Robin. Rock that's and that's Robin. not really like tweet, pure doo-wop. But so what's pure doo-wop? Pure doo-wop is there's like, uh, there's four guys and one of them so sings super high who stuff. Who sings Rock and Robin? Uh, in the band? No, like, what is the name of the band who, like, made oh, that song? I don't. I know the Jackson 5 did it, but I don't think they did it first. So would, would that song be, like, the Old Town Road of, doo- of doo-wop? Oh, gosh. Yeah, so probably. So it's not, purists wouldn't call it doo-wop, <laughs> but it is doo-wop. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, but also indicative of doo-wop is you have the low, low bass guy. That's like, bo da ba bo da bang da bang bang singing, like, way down there. So, and then you also have the so, super high tenor. So by that logic, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kid Rock is a doo-wop artist? Yeah, yes. Uh, gotcha. Specifically the phrase ba doo ba yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so, so let's do a thing where I'll, I'll tell you a song that I think is doo-wop and you confirm or deny. Okay, okay. So, ba wa da ba by Kid Rock. Uh, confirm, yes. Okay. Uh, that phrase is a common doo-wop phrase. Uh, 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 what's the Frank Sinatra song? Married with Children? Or Mar- no, that's Mar- the name of the show. Children? Sorry, love and marriage. That's the name of the show. Sorry, uh, love, love and marriage, love and because that's kind of doing a, a no. Thing that's not a, really. That's not really no. do up. So what about uh? Well, oh, oh, so like maybe a good example would be like the Frankie. Uh, Why do fools fall in love? Is that like a? Uh, uh, what would be Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers? Is that do? Is that doo-wop? Is that the name? Uh, the is band? this the name of the band? Frankie. Oh. Frankie. They, they when made you them... said Frankie, I thought you meant uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. No, well, that that would be kind. I of think doo-wop. Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers might be a fake band from that movie. <laughs> There's a movie called Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Oh, okay. And it's star. It's like a black film starring. It actually has an all-star cast, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of a B movie. It stars Lorenz Tate. Um, Vivica Fox is in it. Okay. Halle Berry is in it, oh. and then some other lesser-known woman, and they play his like estranged wives. And it's like a court case movie. It's like a biopic, but like the the framing device is like a court case where they're trying to d- establish who his will goes to, and each woman tells the three different that accounts. Will. Twenty years ago, cut yes. to that. Yeah. And each woman tells their account of their time with him, and they were with him at different points in their lives, oh. of his lives and their lives, I guess. But I think that's doo-wop style because it's like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Why do birds sing? Yes, yes, so yes. Gay? That's it. That's so, yeah. Okay. But the funny thing about doo-wop is lyrically, a lot of it, if you listen to There's it. There's only one funny thing about doo-wop. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There's multiple funny things. Uh, lyrically, uh, there's a lot of like. She's running around with every guy in town. Except for me. She broke my heart, and now she's with this guy, and now she's with that guy. Stopping short of uh, calling this woman a hoe. Yeah, uh, that I'm about to go murder because she's not with me. (laughs) Which I'm sure happened a lot in the 50s. It's a different time. Um, Yeah. So would Forget You by CeeLo be a uh, a doo-wop song? uh, Thematically, probably, yeah. That's that should be the uh, that should be like the first line of uh, of my review of Forget You by CeeLo it, that I write for like uh, Pitchfork. Yeah, for Pitchfork. It's like it's a uh, it's got modern pop sen- modern pop sensibilities with with doo-wop uh, <laughs> doo themes. themes. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, um, but the the way that this gets worse is is. Uh, where we played oh no um black people weren't allowed 
No. <laughs> no. Um, no, it's uh, it's fine, and uh, uh-huh. it and it pays well. Yeah, but it's at a preschool. Wait. The so so someone who booked you for the gig was like, where would this music be least appreciated? <laughs> By people who weren't, whose grandparents weren't even thought of when the music was being written. Is that, is that, is that was the, was the pitch for the gig? Well, they Did hire, you follow that up not, by like, not, did you follow that up by giving them a snack of like hot water cornbread and mint juleps? Was, was that snack time? It's followed not. by a round of canasta and shuffleboard? What is this? It's not like the guy who books the band was like, we need a place to play. Oh, that preschool over there. It's the opposite. The preschool was like, hey, I think it was like a Memorial Day uh, thing. Oh. And so they're like, oh, let's do a thing for the parents. So the parents are there too and the kids. And then they're like, but oh, the, let's get a do the grandparents thing. were not. So a, bunch of, so a bunch of 28-year-olds <laughs> with, two, with three-year-old children were sitting around listening to music they've never heard of. <laughs> exactly. Um, a bunch of you, essentially, <laughs> was sitting yes, around actually, listening to doo-wop. Yeah. Okay. Very um, ill-conceived gig. The kids love dancing to it. Um, and they have no idea that the guy is calling, calling out hoes left and right, yeah. uh, lyrically. Yeah. And you were like, man, it's either we're playing for these preschoolers or the VA, and screw those guys. <laughs> that's that's the demographic. Screw those guys. Yeah. It smells over there. <laughs> that sounds like a fun gig. And you yeah. were playing bass? Uh, yes. Or were you playing upright bass? I was. Well, they're both bass. Um, the A was upright. Yes. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Did uh, you guys play Rock and Robin? We did play Rock and Robin. All right. Is Be- Beach Boys is not. Uh, oh no, we did a little bit of Beach Boys. That's not like pure doo wop. It's like more surf. Yeah, kinda. like surf rock. But we did a couple Beach Boys songs as well. I wish they all could be California girls. Yeah. Did you guys do that? Uh, I don't remember if we did that one specifically. Well, did they have any other songs? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Happy Days theme song we did. That would probably is be that Beach Boys. N- uh, no, no, it's not no. Beach Boys. I have in my head that uh, Brian, Weezer is the Brian artist for that. Brian Williams? Uh, uh, Brian Wilson. Wilson. Um, Brian Williams is the guy from NBC uh, <laughs> Nightline. Who got NBC. let go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Happy Days, for me as a kid, was always a very confusing show because I was... It came out in the... <laughs> You're like, I'm black. These aren't Happy Days. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Well, not even that because I wasn't old enough to like know like why there weren't any black characters on the show. <laughs> right. Because they wouldn't be where those characters were hanging out. Because um, <laughs> there were laws <laughs> yeah. that said they couldn't. Um, so, Happy Days, when did that air on TV? It like Probably in the 80s, aired right? aired in the 80s, yeah. So, but it was set in the 60s. So... When I was a kid in the 90s, it would come on at like Nick at Night because they would show a lot of throwback like TV shows. So it took place in the 80s, which for me was like a long lost time in history because (laughs) I wasn't born until 1991. Right. It was aired in the 80s, but it took place in the 50s. And I I couldn't understand like a period piece that also was aired in a time before I was alive. Right. So it was doubly confusing for me. So I just like... I thought the show was actually made in the 50s. So then when, like, I would later see Ron Howard and stuff, I'd be like, wait, he's got to be 100 years old. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> he's been going since the 50s. Because he was pushing 30 in 1955. Because <laughs> I just assumed, like, 
Because if it wasn't made in the 90s with like 90s actors, if it was made before I was alive and it also took place before I was alive, I just assume it took place in the era that like, right. it, like, so uh, what's it called was also very confusing. Like Indiana Jones was very confusing to me. Is Mad Men confusing to you now? I never saw Mad Men as a child. Like, well, I, know, I wouldn't have. It, I know you weren't a child, but. Well, I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't have had a way into Mad Men because like my mom didn't know what Mad Mad Men Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking Mad Max when you said oh. that, <laughs> which is. <laughs> I was gonna say this was only a couple years ago. Mad so Men. Mad Men, no, I just was not interested in that show except for Christina Hendricks because she's hot. But um, no, I never really got into Mad Men. I was wasn't one of those guys. Because uh, John Ham looks amazing. <laughs> although I would go back and watch Mad Men now because I do appreciate John Ham uh, now more than I would have back then. Yeah, because I know he's he's quite funny. He is. And I know that. He's not at all funny in Mad Men. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would go back and watch it now uh, with a greater appreciation for John Hamm. But, um, yeah, any any period piece that comes out, like, or was made before I was alive, I'm very confused by as to, like, when did I. So, like, Ben Hur, like, is super confusing to me. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have cameras back then. Apocalypto. It's a bunch of baloney. (laughs) No, I was alive when Apocalypto was produced. Oh, yeah, I guess so. If Apocalypto was made in the 80s, I would have assumed it was made by ancient Mayans. (laughs) You're like, this is very high definition. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. Have you seen that movie? Uh, I think I've seen... You know if you've seen that movie. (laughs) It's a pretty crazy movie. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, all right, what else did you do this Um, week? I had another gig in Santa Barbara. Okay. Um, Which was cool, except that then they wanted us to play for like an extra hour at the end mm-hmm. and the whole band was like no we don't we just want to go home let's not do that so we finished at like midnight and mm-hmm. then uh it was like a two-hour drive uh back that's unfortunate so yeah it was a very late night mm-hmm. uh but it was fine okay right on. Uh, i fortunately have podcasts to listen to on the way back so got a lot of podcast time in um but yeah that's uh that and let me see on 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 personal stuff that's it um do you have uh nice. stuff from your week i did i dj at a high school prom Ooh, that was fun uh what is that like D- uh um, doing man. a high school prom so i don't dj a lot of school stuff but uh when i do it's typically middle schools for some reason i guess that's just how it's worked out like with people who have chosen to reach out to me for school type stuff. So it's mostly middle school dances, which are not like high school dances. They're more like um, a bunch of 13 year olds in a dark room, like with an on-demand stereo system. (laughs) So they just come up and request the same songs over Uh, and over uh, and over again. Sunflower? Can you play Sunflower? Uh, Post Malone? Yeah, it's a lot of that. And they they request the songs over and over, no matter how many times you've played them, they want to hear them again. High school is less that because, like, they kind of know how dances and and parties and clubs kind of work. Like, once you've heard the song once or twice, you're not hearing it again. Right. Uh, So they're they're much more uh, there to dance and, like, kind of have a good time. So that was cool. They kind of let you relax and kind of do your own thing, uh, playlist-wise. They trust you. They know how DJs work, (laughs) uh, whereas middle school kids have zero trust uh, in DJs. Uh, So that was cool. Uh... It is very weird to, like, because at a prom, you have to play slow songs because, like, 
that's part of prom. Right. And it's very weird to watch 16-year-olds be intimate with each other oh, in physical yeah. ways on the dance floor. And you're responsible for it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, when you start as a DJ, when you start to go into, like, the slow song section, you kind of want to ease into it. You don't want to go to, like, always and forever immediately. You know right. what I mean? You kind of want to ease into it. So, like, I'll go to something mid-tempo, like, that gets them in that mindset, like, boot up or something like that. And it's like, it's okay, because it's still got, like, a little bit of beat to it, and they're kind of like, you know, they're starting to pair off, you know? But then, like, at that point, I have a decision to make. <laughs> it's like, I either, like, kind of keep it here and keep it kind of like, all right, everyone's having a good time for go. my own comfort, or or I, take the the, or I take the red pool, <laughs> the red pill, and show them how deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> and, yeah, you kind of have to watch 16-year-olds discover each other's bodies in gowns right in front of you. Ugh. Yeah, so if that's if you're into that kind of thing, you should be a DJ. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, you should be arrested. Yeah. Um, I made sure I definitely didn't play any R. Kelly during that moment. <laughs> Which is weird, because if you think about it, prior to 2018, 2019, R. Kelly was for sure getting played in those moments. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I recently heard, because we had to play um, Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Uh-huh. And hearing that song, I haven't heard it in a long time. Don't want to miss a thing. It transports me back immediately to my junior high uh, gymnasium. Yeah. And that song's on, and I'm like, oh, uh, uh, do I, uh, do I, uh, should I find someone? Uh, no, I'll, I'll go over to the wall. It's fine. 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 I don't want to close my eyes. I don't oh, want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And I don't want to miss a thing. That's um, a good time for uh, adult alternative. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, Seal was a big thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, Goo Goo Dolls were a big thing. Oh, yeah, That was man. a great movie. Uh, have you seen... Goo Goo Dolls, the movie? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, that movie where where uh, Nicolas Cage is an angel, and he's, like, harassing uh, <laughs> the lady from Sleepless in Seattle. Um, until he, like, causes her to get hit by a bus, and then she's an angel, too. What? No, it's called. I haven't heard of this movie. Touched by an angel? Is that, no, that's a no, TV, it's show. A TV show. Seventh angels Heaven angels in thinking. the outfield is oh, what I'm thinking of. Oh, right. No, right. no, it's called Angels uh, in the End Zone. That's the follow up. <laughs> is what you're thinking is it really? Yes. Oh no. Um, uh, it was not as good. Oh, it's called C City of Angels because it mm. takes place in Los Angeles. Double entendre. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage who like decides to harass. Uh, what's the lady from Sleepless in Seattle? Meg Ryan? Meg Ryan. He, like, harasses her for a while because he's in love with her, but he can't but be with her because he's, he's an, an angel. angel. <laughs> and eventually she literally commits suicide by riding her bike into an oncoming truck. And so that she can be with him? So that she can be with him. Oh, yeah. that's dark. Yeah. That reminds me of, um, you remember the Casper movie? I do remember the Casper movie. That was um, one of my favorite movies growing up. When was it Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? Nah, no one will ever know. No one knows, yeah. <laughs> Um, when the dad Bill Pullman and or Bill Paxton <laughs> Bill, we don't know Bill Polkston when he turns himself into a ghost yeah at the to end be of the with movie. the wife yeah no to be like with his like ghost buddies is he trying to be with his wife I think it's the wife right oh like, but then the daughter's like dad because I think that's originally why he starts the uh, the 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 looking into ghosts and stuff in the first place is like oh. his, his wife his dead wife yeah because remember everyone else looks really weird as a ghost but she's like still looks like a woman for some reason remember that <laughs> everyone's like a, a comedic like Big cartoon ghost <laughs> like with like the ghost trail thing and she's just like normal and beautiful she just looks a little translucent yeah she's cindy crawford with like bright lights around her it's like all right i guess 
uh yeah that was the whole reason he started looking into like ghosts and stuff was like to try to be with his wife and then like he meets casper who is like this little british kid well he wasn't british but he was like he would have been british you know wait he, he kind of looked like your kid, kid ghost right yeah, yeah but like remember they like does that mean he, he died as a he kid goes, yes that's dark. and he goes yeah it is he goes back into human form for like a brief second you don't remember that no i haven't seen it since i was a kid oh dude i've seen it like a hundred times that movie's amazing <laughs> <laughs> he like he falls in love with like uh one of the like the his daughter like bill paxton and or bill pullman's daughter <laughs> he like falls in love with her and for like a brief moment he's like a like the, he uses the dad's ghost defying machine to turn him back into a kid for a second i don't understand your encyclopedic knowledge of Dude, it's movies it's so good he like becomes but like you're reciting every aspect of a casper movie <laughs> casper the friendly ghost he becomes a, a real kid for a second and he has an embrace with the the daughter and then in order for like his dad to be able to be with his wife he has to go back to being a ghost so he like sacrifices himself and goes back to being a ghost it's, it's a good movie there's like evil ghosts wow. that don't like casper it's it's good all right i'm gonna have to give it a rewatch those are yeah those are man that's a really good movie james and the giant peach is another good one they're all good they're good movies it's big hat it's funny uh this is crazy yeah um what else did you do this week uh so i dj'd that's how we got there. We were talking about uh, high school prom. So the high school prom was cool. Uh, Did you play the Ghostbusters theme song? Why would I do that? Because Casper. I don't know. I'm trying to connect it. <laughs> There's no connection. Um, let's see. Oh, you know, another funny thing about the high school prom. So the prom that I was DJing for was it's a school for arts and entertainment okay. uh, or arts and enterprise. Uh, so it's like it's like a school that's focused on like pulling kids in that are artists and like teaching them how to be artist professionals like business people so do you have like a dozen kids watching you like oh oh interesting transition that's not what i well, would have done so here's but- the thing so normally when you're djing especially for like younger people like you like they they really don't see like the you you have like this uh thing where like you're transitioning from one song to the next and like you can kind of sneak it in so like right when the the song that you're playing is ending like the chorus like the next song hits really hard to the part that everyone loves right uh and usually that works really well yeah uh but for this crowd because they're all musicians like they can hear the song coming a mile away so they were stepping all over my transitions in a good way they were super hyped to hear the next song so they were cheering and stuff but like way too early <laughs> oh i know where this is going yeah it's like hey man it's it's like that guy who's like also learning magic who goes to a magic show and he's like like he, the guy's still the magician's still in his setup and he's like all right so just go ahead and put the card back in the middle of the deck oh yeah that's good and the guy in the back is like, a classic yeah, st louis steel gra- nice gra- yeah, exactly <laughs> nice nice i see where this is going and the, the magician's like ah oh, okay okay thanks man watch that left hand though he doesn't want us to but Cla- watch it classic misdirection you see that you weren't even looking under the table yeah it's one of those guys uh so yeah that's kind of how it was uh so it was a little weird took a little getting used to but it was cool that's cool uh uh what else did i do this week i didn't do much else uh except for i saw a couple movies this week we want to get into that um we'll save the big one yeah um uh i did see brightburn oh how is it uh it was good i give it like a b minus okay it like is like the best college it's like the best college film you've ever seen like the best student film you've ever seen you know, oh, that type of thing really yeah it was like a b minus it was like a but like it looks like it was a 
college made film no it didn't that's what i'm saying it's like the it looked like the best college movie i've ever seen because it, it looked really good but it was like a very it was essentially 20 minutes of plot stretched over to an hour and a half yeah. which typically isn't good but this was was suspenseful enough to where like you enjoyed it yeah um it was really gory um the performance from the little kid was pretty good the parents were pretty good yeah it's enjoyable especially if you like comic book movies it's fun like little thought experiment on like what if superman was the crazy An kid. Evil kid yeah so that was good cool. uh b minus b minus um yeah and then i'll save <laughs> what else i did for the other movie i saw this week for the end of the podcast where we'll get into that okay um yeah all right you want to get into some new new stuff yeah um, uh do you have any celebrity news should we start there or is... i don't have i have one it's not really a celebrity celebrity okay but uh hit me with it what is uh, it Mackenzie bezos oh i saw that yeah yeah is giving half of her 37 billion dollars to charity <laughs> so their divorce uh between she and amazon founder uh, jeff bezos is finalized she has 37 billion dollars uh-huh. uh and she is giving half of it to charity oh man how nice of her which is on the one hand, really great, but also thirty half of thirty-seven billion is what seventeen, uh, something like that. Yeah, is somewhere it's not there? a math podcast. 18? Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's just like not going to affect her at all. That's an insane amount of money, and mm-hmm. that's half. Like, <laughs> well, prior to that, mm-hmm. it was double prior to their divorce. That's so much money. Also, like, I think. Do you think the rest of like Hollywood and like the rest of the rich people are like really mad at her for doing that? Why would they be mad? Because like, look, I can give away half of my exorbitant oh. amount of money. Why can't you guys? You know, like, if like you hey, start, that's cool. You did that. Yeah. If you start thinking about it, like, if she can give away half her thirty-seven billion dollars, can't Oprah give away half of her ten billion dollars or whatever right, she's got? Right. Like, can't Robert Downey Jr. give away half of his quarter billion dollars? You know, like. Right. You just start to ask questions that, like, I'm sure uh, Oprah doesn't mind, or Bill Gates doesn't mind you asking, but maybe right. Vin Diesel does mind you asking. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, man. I worked hard in those movies. 20 mil ain't what it was 10 years ago, guys, all right? Let's let's, let's cool it. Let's take it easy. Uh, um, no one's clamoring for a fourth triple X movie. <laughs> the the second return of Xander Cage. Are there three triple X movies? Yeah. Oh, there's man. the first one. Then there's the second one where they switch to Ice Cube, and then the third one where it's Triple X, Triple X Return of Vin Diesel, or Return of Xander Cage. Okay. Where they were like, the Ice Cube thing didn't really work. Can't have two black guys in an action movie, so let's just bring Vin <laughs> well, Diesel Who's the black guy? Samuel Jackson. Oh. He's like, is like a... Uh, I haven't actually seen the movie. Really? So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you all about it. So, no, I'm, <laughs> Here we go. I'm kidding. Open up encyclopedia. <laughs> it's an action movie where it's basically like Fast and the Furious, except just Vin Diesel. He's like a, an extreme sports athlete who, like, the government recruits to be a, a secret agent because he's able to do things on a motorcycle that no one else can. Uh, cool. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that movie Crank with Jason Statham? Uh, of course. And Crank 2 High Voltage. <laughs> where they- it's basically speed, but... Yeah, just limited to his body. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that movie is crazy. Uh, Bringing it full circle to Elizabeth Banks in *Brightburn* because she's also in the *Crank* franchise. There you go. As uh, she is, yeah, she's uh, Jason Statham's reluctant girlfriend that he just kind of abuses and doesn't really (laughs) give any agency to Mm. because the movie doesn't require him to. (laughs) Uh, Because that would require lowering his heart rate. Yeah. Uh, What were we talking about? 
Um, Brightburn trailer. Oh yeah, I saw Brightburn. Mackenzie Bezos. Yes, giving away half her fortune. Half of her thirty-seven billion dollars. That's wild. Wait, where is she giving it to though? Um, it's some charity. I think through like Bill Gates set up this thing where I, I wish I had the name for it. He set up this like organization thing where very wealthy people can give away large chunks of their fortune. And it goes to fund like uh, Bill the, Gates's uh, house. It's yeah, I was cool. going to say it goes to fund their personal <laughs> business ventures. <laughs> that's why he's so wealthy actually. Oh, that's cool. Uh, cuz I think he's done the same thing. Um, or she got an email from this African prince and he had he sounded <laughs> like he really needed some help. And, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you whatever you want. You can have half my fortune." Yeah. That's tight. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got some uh, some celebrity news. If you want that, what you got? What you got? Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson released some headphones today. He did. Yeah, his own. Uh, Are they the like the bull? What's the logo or the the company? What? The name? It's like it's like, he's got like a workout brand. It's like got a bull on it or something. Yeah, it's like it's that's his brand for like the Rock. Is, he, is in that... wrestling, he was known as like one of his nicknames was the Brahma Bull, uh-huh. and so that's been like his kind of. And he used to have that tattooed on his arm. Oh. And now that's like become his like logo. Gotcha. So yeah, he has like rock branded like headphones. They're like in ear earbuds that are wireless and Bluetooth compatible and they're waterproof. So they're designed like Are they designed for working out? Yes. Nice. They're designed the tagline is designed for the hardest worker in the room. Nice. So that's like his How slogan. Much are they? I don't know. I would assume they're probably like two hundred bucks. Do they look cool? Yeah, they look good. They if look you cooler? want, if you want a, a big gold, uh, they're black, but they have a big gold rock symbol, like that bull on the outside of them. Do they look cooler or less cool than AirPods? Way cooler because they don't have that weird, awkward white antenna thing sticking out of the side of your head. They actually, they actually don't look bad. I actually would buy them if they weren't two hundred dollars. Right. But I can't spend two hundred dollars on something I for sure definitely will lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds pretty. Wait. Where'd it go? <laughs> or accidentally wash in my jeans pocket, you know? Um, so, the, yeah, he, he'll probably make a bunch of money doing that. Um, yep. Did you see the Rambo Last Blood trailer? I did. <laughs> Featuring. Featuring Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Like a cool movie trailer version of it. Um, I would like to take this moment uh, to pause and say that uh, you were right and I was wrong about, about the song Old Town Road. Um, what did, what unless did I- it tanks uh, right now. Uh, but no, because I was like, no, I just think this is like his 15 minutes of fame. No, he's no. going to be in and out and he's going to be like Mason Ramsey. No one's talking about him anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. And this is a, a very different situation. Yeah, I, I knew from the beginning he was going to be like a Post Malone because people felt that way about Post Malone when he put out White Iverson. It's like, oh, this guy with braids making a, you know, kind of a gimmicky song. But like you can I think you can hear like. Not just like I don't want to say lasting talent because a lot of people have talent and they don't last. But like I think you can hear someone's like potential for long term creativity in their voice and in like their performance, you know. And Mason Ramsey's like he's got a good voice for a kid, but he doesn't sound like oh man, this kid's gonna be something soon, you know. Yeah. Whereas I think Lil Nas X, like in spite of his name, uh, I think uh, right. What? How is he just fine <laughs> stealing? Uh, someone else's name. I think it was probably one of those situations where, like, he was kind of making music, not necessarily as a joke, but just like for fun. And it was like, man, I'm just everybody's little this, little that. I'm just gonna call myself Lil Nas, and maybe Lil Nas was already taken on SoundClouds. He's like, oh, I'll make myself Lil Nas X, and then he just kind of it's kind of stuck. Once that song blew up, he's like, well, I'm Lil Nas X now. <laughs> right. You know, that's probably how it happened. Because um, he could have been like Lil Jay Z X. 
or like little Kanye X. That's true. Yeah. Or I don't know. It, it, it reminds a, me of there's uh, a producer named Wheezy, uh, who is not Lil Wayne. Oh. So who's that? Uh, I was gonna say it reminds me of when they would make uh, like kids versions of movies. Like they had a, a TV show called Young Indiana Jones, mm. where it was like it was like, like Little Giants kid adventures. That movie? Little Giants. It was a Rick Moranis movie where he coached uh, uh, a, a, like a kid's peewee football team. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the same thing, but it's like the kid version mm-hmm. of it. So like Lil Nas X is the the kid version of uh, Big Nas. <laughs> Nas is Lil Nas X in big head mode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he he's in that uh, trailer or the song is. Uh, and Rambo, but as far as the movie Rambo, Last Blood, do you think it looks good? It looks like a Rambo movie, yeah. Yeah, he has short hair, though. How do you feel about short hair Rambo? Uh, Typically, Rambo has, like, shoulder-length hair. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, they need a change-up, and also he's... Well, I guess they could do a wig, are but you saying, at this are, point... By saying they need they need a change-up, are you saying they need to make this into a body-switch comedy? <laughs> yes. I think there just need to be more body-switch comedies yeah, in you, general. You do say that a lot. <laughs> That's your favorite kind of movie? Yeah. You're like, your top three favorite movies are Freaky Friday, 13 Going on 30, and the Batman and the movie up. that we oh, yeah. <laughs> pitched last week. Oh, yeah, where Batman switches bodies with uh, with Michael with, Caine, uh, yeah. Alfred. Yeah. yeah. that Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm, I'm all for that. I hope they do it. Um, have you heard the Tyler, the Creator album? I have not heard it, no. It's called Igor. You may have seen the marketing materials of it. Where he's like dressing all androgynous with like straight hair wigs and stuff, mm. doing his best drab majesty impersonation. Nah. Uh, it the album apparently is good. I've listened to it and I'm like, I don't, I don't get why this is good. So I haven't heard the new album, but I uh, people were talking a ton about his last album when it came out, mm-hmm. and so I uh, listened to it and I was like, oh, what is this? And I did the same thing. I was like, I don't. I don't well, really- I think the last album is good. This one is like he's not really on it. A lot. It's just uh-huh. a lot of like interludes, like weird loops and stuff like that. And oh, like, so it's like the Kanye Sunday service at Coachella. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it's just a bunch it's of just yeah. interludes and he's not on it. Yeah. It, I don't know. I Maybe I need to listen to it again. Maybe I need to be on mushrooms or something. I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't That'll know. Do it, I it didn't think. grab me. Yeah. But people are acting like it's like, oh man, it's album of the year. I'm like, what? Hmm. Compared to what? Com- you're like, have you heard of Lil Nas X? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if he'll ever drop an album, but uh, but I did hear. I mean, if we want to stay in music news for a little bit, uh, I did hear. I've been listening to the YG album, hmm. uh, and it's called, I think it's called For Real, For Real, and it's really good. Uh, Is it produced by Pharrell? No, uh, <laughs> it's a really good album though. Um, that album, DJ Khaled's album, is really good. Have you heard that? I have not heard it. It's really good. Um, it's. I mean, it's a DJ Khaled album, so like, so, <laughs> you know, there's talk, gonna, <laughs> talk about not being on it. <laughs> so it's you can't really compare it to other albums, but it it is a good album. <laughs> or albums, you can't compare it to albums in general. No, you can. I'm just. I'm making fun of DJ Khaled. Don't do that. You're they. <laughs> I gotta stay away from you. <laughs> if there's one thing I know, yeah. If there's one thing I've learned from DJ Khaled is I gotta stay away from you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, another celebrity news: Adam Levine is leaving The Voice. Oh, what a heartbreak! I know. I know it's your favorite show. Oh, I love that show. The only thing I love more than that show is Adam Levine. Yeah, his tattoos. You like his tattoos? Oh yeah, all yeah. about it. 
Yeah, he's leaving. Apparently, I, I wasn't. I was too lazy to read the rest of the article, but I'm assuming it's like I know. I read it too, to and I was like, ah, he's stuff. leaving. Oh, yeah. Whatever. He's like, yeah, it's my time. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. What do you, what other news items do you have? Did you see the new trailer for the oh, Terminator? So we're movie. getting into movie movie well, news. Uh, well, let's I, just hit the movie yeah. news, and then we can move on from there. Yeah. Yeah. I did see the new Terminator trailer. It looks real bad. Oh, man. No, I'm all about it. (laughs) Sure. Maybe it looks bad, but I'm all about it. What are you all about? They're bringing back Sarah Connor, man. Okay. Terminator 2. To do what? Trying to kill the blandest Terminator we've ever seen. He's literally a guy dressed like a guy. He's dressed like those guys in dog food commercials. Hell yeah, man. (laughs) Purina. Well, like, it's like. I could work on a farm, but I'm way too clean for that. <laughs> I just go to the park, play with my golden retriever. Yeah. And then I don't terminate some people. I don't no, want to see that. I'm not, I haven't been interested in the other Terminator movies, uh, <laughs> but this one I am because Sarah Connor's back. And Terminator <laughs> 2 is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. That's like the, that's the but best But she Terminator comes back movie. as like the grizzled veteran with like a bazooka. So like 10 year old me is super stoked. I don't know. No, I can't wait, man. I don't know. Dude. I think it's crazy though, because Arnold shows up at the end of it, uh, that he did those movies, and then he did a bunch of other movies, and then he was like, "Hang on, guys, let me run California for a minute," and, and then, then he went and then back, I'll, and then I'll be back. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> then he he went back to doing the same movies. Yeah, he's like, he's the Rock before the Rock was the Rock. Right, you know what I mean. But it's like it's like he, he he's gra- like reverse rock. <laughs> right, it's like if the rock went back to his high school and was like, "Hey guys, I'm cool now, aren't I cool?" Everyone's so like, "You like, don't have to do this, man. You're cooler than so this." So he's now. like Batista. Batista, you know, Batista went back to wrestling for a little bit. Okay, like this this year actually. Oh. When uh, uh, the news of Guardians of the Galaxy three was uh, on the fritz, he was like, "I gotta do something, yeah. man." When they fired James Gunn, he called Vince McMahon. He's like, "Look, man." <laughs> Let's I do, gotta work. Yeah, let's do this. And then when they when they said Guardians Three is back on, he's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> uh, no, I, later. Batista is great. Um, movie news. Uh, Do you see the second uh, Toy Story trailer for Toy Story Four? Oh, I didn't see. I didn't know there was a new trailer. Yeah, for it. it's whatever. It's just a, it's more of like it shows you more of like what the story is, and it looks very paint by numbers. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a new toy. It doesn't get why it's alive, but it's the main girl's who I guess is Andy's daughter. It's her favorite toy, and we can't leave her behind. We can't leave the toy behind. And guess what happens? The toy gets left behind, and so Buzz and the gang have to go, or Buzz, excuse me, Buzz, Woody, and the gang have to go and on a road trip or whatever and find the the toy and bring it back. And it just, mm. it looks like, I guess I'm asking a lot of this of Disney and Pixar movies at this point. It's kind of like, why? Know. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, I get what you're doing, and it looks charming, but why? You know what I mean? I heard <laughs> that after this movie, they're going to stop doing sequels, uh, Pixar, uh, which I'm all for. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> because these movies print money. There's no way they're going to yeah. not do sequels. I wonder what they're going to do to Buzz to make him uh, loopy. Because in the first one, he's he thinks he's a uh, real space and ranger. And he's having a tea party yeah, with yes. Mrs. Nesbitt. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. He, excuse me. He is Mrs. Nesbitt. Well, he is Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt, yes. <laughs> he's sipping down Darjeeling. <laughs> sipping that's, down Darjeeling. That's my favorite scene in that movie when he's losing it. Don't you get it? I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> This is why they make those movies. Yeah, this for sure. Well, why. no, that one's a classic. Like, Toy Story is, 1 is, is like 
oh, it's a it's not just a classic animated or classic Pixar movie. It's just a classic movie. It's like it's just a great movie. Um, Toy Story two though, like they swap buzzes, so you they have the other buzz. You remember Man. that? No, that movie's so forgettable. I'm not um, into it. Well, I uh, watch these uh, regularly <laughs> with my my son. So. Yeah, uh, they like it's a they swap buzzes, so they have the wrong buzz, and so he's acting like still a space he's like, ranger. <laughs> yeah, I'm still a space ranger. And then in Toy Story three. Uh, they're at like the daycare thing and the the mean toys like open up his battery pack and switch him on to like demo mode so then he's like back to being wacky and then he gets like hit and this is kind of weird he like gets hit in the head or something and then he turns into like a Spanish like conquistador buzz he's like got a rose in his mouth and stuff and he's speaking Spanish the whole time it's kind of weird so I wonder what they're gonna do in Toy Story 4 to make buzz uh, go off the rails Unless of uh, unless Tim Allen is sick of doing shtick, <laughs> <laughs> right? And he's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. <sighs> is that is that the uh, the Tim Allen grunt? Yeah, from Home Improvement. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think so, Al. <laughs> that was a good show. That was a great show. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh, and yeah. the other ones <laughs> that no one remembers. Yeah. <laughs> The one who was weirdly blonde and didn't look like the rest of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, what else? Uh, you see, did we talk about Sonic last week? Uh, I don't know if we talked about the latest with Sonic. But yeah, Sonic was pushed back till yeah. <laughs> next year. <laughs> like you know what? That's that's on us. We'll just we'll fix yeah, it. Exactly. We'll hit you back when when mm-hmm. we got it. So it's pushed back till Valentine's Day, twenty twenty. Oh, so just well, in case you didn't calendars. have plans with your special significant other, you can show them how much you care about them by taking them to a movie starring Ben Schwartz <laughs> and Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. Yep. Um, and uh, what's that other guy's name? The 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 military oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, plays, the guy from Westworld. Yeah, and he plays Dum Dum Dugan in uh, uh, Captain America. Neil McDonough is his name. What? Neil McDonough. He's also the bad guy in the in the movie Walking Tall, starring The Rock, a much younger The Rock. Oh. And uh, that's a good movie, actually. Huh. That was back when The Rock was doing like Arnold Schwarzenegger type movies, where uh. like he's a retired Marine s- getting sniper guy for- who like now is a small town sheriff for some reason, you know. <laughs> But he's getting called back into action. Yeah. This time it's personal. No, actually, it's one of those movies where, like, he has a certain set of skills because he's, like, a former Navy SEAL who's now mm-hmm. a small town sheriff. And this, like, new shady guy moves into town who also has a certain, certain set, set of, of skills. skills for some reason. He's brought his, like, band of, like, former Marine guys who are now goons and they, like, fight it out in this small town. Johnny Knoxville is also in this movie. Interesting. It's a good movie. It's called Walking Tall. It's really good. All right. Well, I'm gonna. I have a long list of movies to check out this. In week. the trailer, The Rock has a two by four in his hand because you know he is a country guy, and he's like, uh, he's like talking to the bad guy. It's like the first time they meet, and he like pulls him over for a traffic stop. He's like, "Oh, you're also gonna want to get this tail light fixed." He's like, "Why is that?" And he smashes it with the two by four, and he's like, "It's busted." <laughs> Walking tall, <laughs> coming this summer, 2004. You know, it's a good movie. You should uh, check it out. Oh man! All right, the is Rock, it from 2004? It's f- around then, something yeah. like that. It was one of The Rock's, like, first movies outside of, like, wrestling. Yeah. Like, when he retired from wrestling. Uh, yeah. Wow. Sonic is pushed back. Did you see the trailer for Star Trek Picard? Oh, yes. Yeah, what do you think about that? Uh, I'm not a, a big Star Trek guy, mm-hmm. but uh, it's cool they're bringing back Patrick Stewart. 
Mm-hmm. Although he's like CGI aged weird. Is he in that trailer? He looked. It was just like one shot at the end of his face. He yeah. looked kind of. I didn't. Either that or he's had some terrible work done. I feel like there was. I feel like it's a. Con- I don't know if there was CGI in this. Well, to, to be clear, there's CGI in everything. They yes. they digitally remove wrinkles from people all the time. They digitally change people's skin tones if they want them to look lighter in a shot or whatever. But I didn't see a ton of that. What I did notice is I feel like there was a body double used mm. for like the scenes where he's walking through the vineyard because With like his shirt off. Yeah. yeah, rubbing oil all over Probably, himself. Yeah. No, because there's like shots of him like from the waist down, where like he's walking, and he looks extremely sturdy and like virile, <laughs> like like while he's walking <laughs> through the the vineyard. And I'm like, that's not Patrick Stewart's. He probably has on Skechers, <laughs> you know. Shape like, ups. Yeah, he probably has on some orth- orthotics, you know, <laughs> some orthopedic shoes. Um, yeah. So, but no, it looks interesting. Yeah. I I would like to see a show set in the Star Trek universe that like isn't about interstellar travel it's just about like a guy dealing with like you know like dealing with the you know you like dealing with, like me yeah dealing with like you know post malone the, oh. yeah post malone ptsd the ps ptsd he got from post malone oh also his psp mm. his playstation portable game device <laughs> you know all those things all oh, his ncis <laughs> psp ncis svu <laughs> It's a crossover show on the PlayStation Network that uh, it's uh, Mark Harmon goes and joins the uh, NYPD. Ooh. (laughs) Old women are so stoked. (laughs) Available now exclusively on PlayStation. Yeah. Um, PlayStation. They're Uh, also getting into the original content game. Uh, Yeah. Well, they did. They, they, they have did? a PlayStation Network and they had that show. with, um, With shows on it? Yes. That show, uh, Powers. Did you ever hear about Mm-mm. that? It was like a show where uh, there, it's like a superhero universe, um, not tied to Marvel or DC, I don't think. It was just like a, a universe where superheroes exist, but there's um, uh, when you reach a certain age, like menopause, but for men and women, you lose your powers. So when you get to like 50, your powers start to wane. And so the show stars these two detectives who used to have powers, but now they don't because they're like in their 50s. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they help, like, they're just police detectives in this world of superheroes. And it stars, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy from uh, District 9? Charlton Copley. He's like the main, he's like the main guy the main in, District, guy in 9. District 9. Yeah. Okay. And he's also in uh, the A-Team. He's, you know, he's that that South African guy that's yeah. in like every movie. Yeah, Charlton Copley's in that. And I don't know if it was good or not, but it's not around anymore. But that was like it's not ex- around anymore, and most people haven't heard of it. But yeah, it was ex- maybe it was amazing. <laughs> it was exclusively a PlayStation Network show. So That's funny. There is that. Man, you think we could get an original show like on? I don't know. As long as Charlotte Copley's involved, I think we got a show. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's looking for work right now? Definitely. He was also the robot in Chappie. Oh right, which I feel like was the same movie. It looks very much the same as District Nine. Well, it's it's also set in like weird, like post-apocalyptic South, South Africa. Africa. Really? Yeah. Starring uh, an evil um, Hugh Jackman with a mullet. Ooh! <laughs> so if you've been waiting for that your whole life, which I'm sure you have been, I have. Go watch Chappie. It's good. All right. He's like dressed like Steve Irwin the whole time. It's really good. <laughs> Man. Oh, you, you got a lot. Of, you got a lot, lot of movie recommendations. You got to watch more today. TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop hanging out with your family and watch more TV. <laughs> I 
Family's great, but they do nothing when you're trying to make jokes. <laughs> they do nothing for you when you're on a podcast. Um, I have movie adjacent news. All right, let's do it. Movie adjacent born news. Nothing to do with Jason Bourne. Movie, uh, adjustment, movie <laughs> adjustment bureau news. <laughs> also starring Matt Damon. <laughs> um, Star Wars Land at Disneyland yeah. is now open. Is it open officially? I believe so. They, By the time this comes out, it will be. Yes. They did a thing last night like with Harrison Ford I and saw Luke that. Hamill. And, um, Jimmy Kimmel? Was Jimmy Kimmel there? I thought you said Jimmy Kimmel. You said Mark Hamill. Sorry. Mark Hamill. Mike Hamill is Jimmy, what you said. Jimmy Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander, Alexander Hamilton was there. Lin Manuel Miranda was there. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, Lin Manuel Amanda Bynes was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. Lee Thompson Young was there. <laughs> the infamous Jeff Johnson was there. <laughs> Bringing it back, into infamous Jeff Johnson. Um. So that's cool. Are you are you gonna go? I really want to. Is it sold out for the next like six months? Probably, <laughs> yes. You know who's probably gonna already be there though? Huh. Your younger brother, Ryan Shaw. Yeah, I bet he's there. I'm sure he's right got now. I'm sure he has like passes for back to back for like three days. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine went. Actually a friend of ours went. Uh Dave. Brunel? Yeah. Uh-huh. He uh, went how did he go? He has somebody who knows who works there. Um, so they like got a special in Star pass. Wars Land or just for Disney? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, um, then what good are you, Brandon? My, yeah, I know. Uh, but he said it was really cool. They have a, a big Millennium Falcon, which that's the only thing I care about. I, like you can sit in the cockpit. Oh, really? Yeah. Is, and that's uh, what I want. Is it like a thing where like is it just a thing where you can walk in or do you have to like please wait here? And then they let you go in for twenty seconds. Yeah, I mean, and like, it's probably that oh, okay. because they probably don't want you know a hundred people trying to cram into the cockpit see because i i'm so i'm confused i don't know how big and i guess this going to disneyland will answer this for me maybe it won't but like i don't know how big the millennium falcon is so is it like a thing where like a lot of people can just walk around or is it like the equivalent of like a a tour bus you know um it's it's like it's round essentially and it's like a hundred feet well yeah i didn't think it was actually shaped like a tour bus <laughs> yes but i mean it's like a hundred feet and the diameter is like a hundred 100 feet of the the circular cabin part. Oh, okay so it's like it's like the so it's equivalent size of like that ride at the carnival that where you stand in and it spins <laughs> like yes yeah, so actually the millennium falcon does that too yeah um yeah that's so what the you- ride is at disneyland <laughs> all right once you sat in the cockpit uh, cockpit please stand against the wall and uh use the harness that's going to come down over your chest and we'll spin it it's just standard carnival games dressed up as star wars <laughs> yeah so there's like a there's like a there's like a pin a tail on the Ewok. <laughs> it's like man, this is cheap. Uh, it's like crudely like masked as Star Wars. <laughs> there's just a straight Ferris wheel. And they're like that's the ha Ferris wheel. Like it's the same. Like they have like a animatronic band playing, but it's like the same creatures from Chuck E. Cheese. But they're just like, <laughs> but they're just playing. The One of them's cantina, holding a lightsaber. They're playing the Cantina song just like louder than the Chuck E. Cheese song because they couldn't figure out a way to deactivate the audio. So it's like it's <laughs> it's like well, we got a deal, man. Yeah, so it's like welcome to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> it's like ah, Star Wars Land was cool. It was just so loud and cacophonous in there. I couldn't think. <laughs> Oh, and it's like, and it's like, hi, welcome to, and it's like Star Wars Land. <laughs> like, oh, 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, there's a ride where you can ride uh, in the Millennium Falcon, and it's, it's like, like six a, people at a time. Is it like a Star Wars, like a Star Tours type ride? I guess it's like Star Tours, but there's six people in the thing, and you each have a job. Oh, cool. Uh, and what you do affects the ride. Um, so you can crash and die in the thing, which oh. is kind of cool. So it's, but it's like a, like a motion simulator type yeah, thing. Yeah. Cool. It's not yeah. an actual spaceship is what you're saying. Unfortunately, <laughs> no, they weren't able to string that together. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it seems cool. You know, what would be a cool idea. And I think Japan will probably do this at some point. Um, do like a roller coaster where like, uh, you can affect what happens to the ride. Like, so not a simulated thing, a real thing, like a real thing. So built into the ride, like at every so often, there's like a juncture track where like you can like kind of customize your experience of the ride. So like one is so like in every, let's say every hundred yards or something, there's like a juncture where it can go one of three ways, either a drop. Uh, if you go left, it does like a spiral thing. And if you go right, it's a loop and you can pick that at every point. That sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> it sounds like a horrible tragedy waiting to happen. Yes. <laughs> 2,000 Japanese tourists were killed today. Well, I guess they wouldn't be tourists well, yeah, if they're in Japan. Also, also why would it be 2,000? Why would they let one car of like 10 people go and they're like, the next one will be fine. Well, if it derails and crashes into the crowd below them. Oh, okay. okay. Come on, man. You gotta, I thought you meant 2,000 people were riding imagi the ride. When imagining horrible tragedy, I want you to use your imagination, all right? Think big, Brandon. That's I was cool. thinking just from the ride. Anyway. Yeah. So do they have like, is it like full on like a populated land, like the way Tomorrowland is? So they're like stormtroopers walking around yes, and stuff? Yes, that like harass you and stuff. Really? Yeah. They're like, hey, what is stormtroopers say? I need say? to see your identification. Oh, really? Yeah. And then what do you say? Uh, you'd be like, um, I, I, uh, uh, I don't know. If you say screw you, do they lock you up? But maybe. That might be kind of cool. Oh. And then you have to like get a fast pass to get them out of jail or something <laughs> sorry we couldn't get a fast pass you're gonna have to sit in the brig for two hours <laughs> we're we're super method with this i'm sorry this is the rules of star wars land yeah you now it's like a dark dungeon now son your parents can come get you but if they try to do it without a, pa a fast pass they could be waiting in the standby line for over an hour <laughs> it's just a line to get your kids back <laughs> Ma'am, would you like to take the single rider line? You may get to your kid quicker. <laughs> no, I want my whole family with me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a family trip. <laughs> That's cool, man. Uh, is there like a, are all the characters from the movies walking around? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, I, I would imagine there's, because like I know there's. Like a Kylo Ren. Yeah. I know there's like the meet and greet area mm -hmm. it, that has been in over Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Like in that big arena looking yeah thing. and you can meet Chewie and Kylo Ren and stuff uh -huh. I would imagine they probably moved that over there but I don't know if they're walking around because mm -hmm. I bet now too it's gonna be so hot mm -hmm. like in a Chewbacca costume Ugh, you would hyperventilate that's true that'd be rough well, that's cool I want to check it out though <sighs> yeah. are there eating areas in there yes and there's a cantina that serves alcohol really you don't drink so it doesn't what type really of food is in you. there um I don't know I know there's blue milk uh oh. because that's like a deep cut from the movie and there like has to be because otherwise everyone would go why isn't there no blue milk mm. um it's right. we, uh, should, we should go together and review it for the podcast Ooh. Yeah. well yeah business expense right yeah man write it off we make money with this right yeah uh yeah that would that would be super fun um yeah i can't wait to go i just uh don't know when that'll happen we'll see yeah, dude, I can barely get you to go to dinner with me. Uh, 
What else? Uh, you have any other like fun news? Uh, where we before fun, we cover like actual news? Fun news. Um, Sesame Street is celebrating its fiftieth season. Oh, okay, how are they celebrating? They're gonna do like Mostly a big musical it's, special. It's or just something? a hashtag. Oh, <laughs> as it, as are most celebrations and, now. And, yeah, it's just and a people hashtag. will be like, "Oh, here was my Sesame Street experience." Gotcha. Basically, hmm. uh, did you watch Sesame Street going up? No, not really. Oh. Well, it's a really good show, and I'm watching it again now. Hmm. Uh, and I appreciate that they put on real guests. It's like for the parents. Mm-hmm. Like Questlove was on, Keegan Michael Key was on. <laughs> People that like the kids have no, no idea who they are. They have no idea who it is. But I watch it with them. And I'm like, oh, dude, you know who this is? And That's he- Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> right. Appreciate Bobby Moynihan. You don't know <laughs> how good this is. Yeah. Uh, he was a very underappreciated member of SNL. <laughs> But probably the most versatile performer <laughs> of his generation. Oh, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a really good show. Um, also could have been Josh Gad. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a difference? Are they the same person? We don't know. Also uh, could have been Bill Paxton. Or, or Bill Pullman. Pullman. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Yeah. Or while we're at it, what's the other guy's name? Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, or uh, what's the other guy? Um... um uh, what's his name? Who's in like the insurance commercials now? Uh, he's kind of more grizzled. He's like a more grizzled Bill Paxton. Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Is it Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, or Dennis Quaid? We don't know. No one knows. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, or is it Michael Keaton? Or uh, what's the guy from uh, the movie we pitched uh, from all the the basketball coach movies? Oh, uh, Kevin... Kevin Costner? Costner. <laughs> Michael Keaton or Kevin Costner? No that's, one knows. That's episode one. That's episode one that, stuff. That yeah. pitch. Callbacks. Uh, Phantom Menace stuff right there. Yep. Um, yeah. Other than that, I have written down that you're going to be stoked about this. All right. It's a high bar. You're going to be stoked about this company not doing well. <laughs> oh man, you make me sound like a monster. Well, <laughs> all right, here we go. Lacroix sales are in a free fall right now. Yep, people realize that <laughs> unflavored uh, sparkling water is not good. <laughs> well, no, apparently uh, they, there's a bunch of analysts are saying they're probably not going to recover and they're probably not going to last long because it, it was a fad. Well, no, because there's so much competition because there's so many like carbonated waters. Yeah, now. man, and like, wh- how much is a Lacroix? Uh, like a dollar? I don't know. No, how much is like a? No, I'm pretty sure it's more expensive than that. No, it's not. It like has you to can be. buy it in like a like a pack of cans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's functionally the same as a soda. Really? Yeah. I figured it'd be more expensive than that. No, but it's yeah, not like Perrier. Like, yeah, man. No, like you can because the only people who enjoy Lacroix are people pretending to enjoy LaCroix because they don't want to drink a lot of sugar. And I get that. But there are other ways to drink beverages that don't have sugar that taste way better than LaCroix. There's drinks that are sweetened with like stevia and stuff Mm. that are... Sweetened with stevia. (laughs) Like a yerba mate tea. (laughs) (laughs) They're way better than LaCroix. LaCroix is not good. And plus, I... You call me crazy. I don't think it's a competition. What I think it is, honestly, is that whole LaCroix aesthetic is just... It's just over. Like... Might be. Uh, I think it's uh, LaCroix is much more like kind of like when you go in an Urban Outfitters and they sell like tab cola. It's like it's just part of an aesthetic that is not going to be around very much longer. It's not like going to make whole, the jump like, into the 2020s. Yeah, like that whole like I'm white and on Instagram and go to the mm. desert a lot like that. 
that whole like everything I own is soft pink. Like that that aesthetic is not gonna be tight anymore. Like every it's moving towards like neon and like uh like almost like an industrial kind of futuristic thing where like all basically what is is becoming fashionable now is like like cyber goth like that type mm. of stuff that came like immediately after the matrix where like you saw people wearing like baggy cargos and like wallet like, chains well no nah, i don't know if wallet chains or is gonna come wallet. back but like you know like everybody's wearing those like fake like vests that look like bulletproof vests but they're not they're just like they have the similar silhouette I haven't seen that. You got to be on the internet more, man. Yes. <laughs> you got to get on Instagram. But like, yeah, everyone's wearing that with like neon and like very like that type of thing is like where fashion's going. And Lacroix doesn't really fit that. You know. What do you think does fit that drink wise? Soda wise yeah. or drink wise? I think people are. I don't know, man. Maybe like. I think people just get. <laughs> people are fed up with being cute. They're just drinking liquor now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, liquor never goes out of style, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's like a drink companion that goes with. with Talking that. about cyber goth, do you remember the, there was a drink? Um, I don't remember the name of it, but it was like a glass bottle, and it was some kind of fruit flavor. But it had these little like it was almost like boba before boba was a thing, hmm. and it was like these little tiny like balls that would just be like suspended in there. So it looked like a lava lamp, but you would drink it. No, I don't remember. Whatever that, that is, that's coming back. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> you think Zima's coming back? Oh. <laughs> Fruitopia, maybe? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely LaCroix. LaCroix's over, man. Sorry. Pour a little out. Pour yeah. a little LaCroix out. Pour a little LaCroix out for, <laughs> for all the your, last time. Yeah, for all your uh, your fallen BFFs. All your fallen flavors. Yeah. No, um, it's not happening. Yeah, I figured you would be stoked about that because I'm know. not stoked, but like, <laughs> I, I mean, I told everyone, like, this is just a fad and LaCroix's not good. So, and everyone as a whole is realizing it. When's like, the last you know time what? you were offered a LaCroix? Like, come on, man. I'd rather just drink regular water, you know? Actually, yeah. I think, no, I think that's where it's going. If there's, just regular I, water? I think regular water is going to make a strong comeback in 2020. Like, it's, I feel like... It's, I feel like it's here. It's making yeah, a good comeback. I, yeah, it's, I think everyone's going to be drinking water for the next year or two. When they're not drinking alcohol, they're going to be drinking tons of water. I think is where it's going. <laughs> to counteract all the alcohol you're yeah, drinking. For sure. Everyone's drinking water. Yeah, yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. Drink, yeah, drink more water. Yeah, doesn't right. need to be bubbling and have a pastel can around it to enjoy. I have it. a faint hint of a <laughs> oh hint. There was a a distant memory of a flavor. <laughs> there's a there's a knockoff of uh, Lacroix called Lacroix called Hint called Hint, uh, but it's flat. There's no uh, bubbles in it. Uh huh. But it just tastes like flat Lacroix. I tried it one time and I was like, oh, interesting. That's, it's like pear that sounds water. Terrible. It was. It's the only way that that you would hate LaCroix more. It's just flat LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not good. Yeah. No. So regular water. You not hear, enough you people heard populate first. Palm Springs for LaCroix to, <laughs> <laughs> for LaCroix to, uh, to exist in much longer. Hmm. Um, did you see that... Uh, speaking of things that aren't popular anymore, did you see that Best Buy canceled their pre-orders for the Galaxy Fold? Oh, what? <laughs> Am I going to get my money back? I don't know. You got to uh, talk to Best Buy. I'm sure there's a very uh, intense and not user-friendly rebate program that you can <laughs> submit to get your money back, but I doubt it's happening. Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to wait six, six months to get your money back. I have, to go, I have to go with a regular phone that doesn't fold? How am I going to get by? Yeah, man. Galaxy Fold went the way of the LaCroix. 
Um, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, ride share in here in LA, rideshare and uh, fast food workers were on strike the other day. Oh yeah, I didn't know about fast food workers. Yeah, fast food workers were part of it. Oh. Um, they were striking for a lot of things. I'm sure the main headline that came out of it was they're trying to get a thirty dollar minimum wage, which thirty dollars. <laughs> I know to people in Milwaukee that sounds crazy. Yeah, but in Southern California, it's like fifteen dollars an hour is is nothing. Well, and thirty dollars would probably be just livable. <laughs> Right. Well, I don't so. think Uber is going to do that, though. What do you mean? Guaranteed, like, $30 an hour. Because the way that it's set up, it's it's all just independent contractor stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you get paid, like, per mile or whatever. Why couldn't you get paid per hour, though? You could, I guess. But the the problem is, then, if you're sitting in your car not taking anyone, you're getting paid. And they're well, not, not going to want to do not that. Not necessarily. Cause what I'm, cause trust me, Brandon. In a in a day and age where we have algorithms that can like figure out what kind of dog food to market to you on your Instagram feed, we can have an algorithm sophisticated enough to figure out like how long you are working based on the trips you've done, the distance. Oh, and, like, you mean you're getting paid hourly when you're driving? Well, but the, in the in between drives, no, you're in not between too, because that's how like transportation. That is not rideshare. That's how transportation people get paid. They get an hourly wa- they get an hourly rate plus mileage. Mm. So like, if if <laughs> if they can figure out how to pay truck drivers, they can figure out how to pay Uber drivers, and they're going to need to, because it can't just be oh I drove for five miles. Well, you also got to take into account when even if you're not driving a customer to a location and you're and you're either waiting for a customer to uh, to need a fare or like you're uh, driving to go put gas in your car and stuff like that. Like you got to quantify people. You got to be able to compensate people for their time that the, even if they're not doing the, whatever the task is like, so for instance, when I DJ, I charge people, not just for the time that I'm playing music. Like I yeah. charge people for the time that I'm dedicating towards whatever the task is. So like I charge people for setup and teardown uh, included in that is. So if I'm say I'm DJing a wedding, and I'm DJing some music for the ceremony, which happens at 4 p.m. And then I'm not DJing again until, you know, after cocktail hour because there's a band. So I'm DJing for dinner, which starts at 6. And then I take a break for an hour. And then I'm DJing for the dancing at 8. I'm still charging you for all those hours in between because right. I can't just go home and play video games until I have to come back. Right. You know, I guess I could if you were getting married in my in my living room. <laughs> but I'm charging I'll you. Be back. I'm charging you because I'm having to dedicate my time to being prepared to do the task, even if like the task in hand is not available. Yeah, like that'd be like if you went to. Well, go, that's what you're charging, but right. Uber is the middleman. That's the problem. Well, that's and so what I'm saying, the and that's why that's why people were on strike because yeah. they're like, "Hey, bro." When I'm waiting for fares, I'm not just chilling at home. Like, I'm in my car waiting for fares, parked at convenient locations for people to get a fare. So, it's not like I'm just, you know, de-gaffing at home. Right. So, yeah. And I think they have a valid argument. And I think think ultimately the rideshare economy is going to be a big part of the future. Um, More as it becomes – as owning your car becomes less and less – Something it makes financial sense. Yeah, something that becomes less and less, you know, I don't know what the right word. Yeah, what you just said. Um, I think ride shares are going to become more and more feasible, especially when you start getting automation and like well, that so type of stuff. Uber just filed as a public company. Mm. I think like last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're like a big deal, publicly traded company mm-hmm. uh, that you can invest in. Uh, Smart and move. As part of 
their filing, they have to say, like, what are some challenges that your company could face uh, in the coming months? Mm-hmm. And they said, we plan on lowering driver pay, um, and they're probably going to get mad at that. Uh, and <laughs> turns out, yes, they are very mad. Of course. Um, but I think they're going to, as soon as they can, they're just going to go automated vehicles and nix the drivers completely. Yeah. Because you don't have to pay an automated car a minimum of thirty dollars an hour. Right. And I think that ultimately will be will be the system, but I still think we're a ways away from that. Not a hundred years, not fifty years, but I think we're still probably like twenty years away from fully automated car services, like replacing drivers completely. Um I feel like ten years. Yeah, maybe ten. But you gotta yeah. the time flies. I graduated high school ten years ago. <laughs> I, yeah. So like, you know, it's 10 years is a long time, but it's not a long time. Yeah. Like, and we have, I mean, we've gone through some, some technological change, significant technological, technological changes from 10 years ago, but not. Right. Like 10 years ago, the iPhone was a brand new thing. Yeah. And that was like, Whoa. And it couldn't do one fraction of the things it can do no, now. It, it did the a battery life was like 10 seconds. <laughs> right. I mean, it's still like 15 seconds, but <laughs> I feel like my iPhone is always dying. Yeah. Well, you should charge it, man. That's true. Hey, man. Sometimes it's just as simple as that. No, but I do think we should invest in ride sharing because I think one, it's it's good for the planet. Two, it it just makes sense where things are going, and we got to think differently about how we compensate people too because human labor is going to become less and less um, needed, and we got to com- yeah, find true. figure out a way to maintain an economy that's based on compensation in a way that doesn't rely on like us being productive in a, a traditional sense. You know, you're talking about communism. Yeah, essentially is what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. I'm talking about democratic socialism, bro. <laughs> uh, Bernie, maybe you've Actually, heard of it. Actually, sounds him? like you're talking about communism. <laughs> Hashtag not my America. <laughs> hey, Hashtag man, don't tread on Karl me. Karl Marx, misunderstood guy. Great guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, what, was, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Ride Uber. Uber, Uber and ride share uh, rides. Um, I just have uh, other wrap-up stuff. Um, oh, okay. I got a couple more news okay. items. Alex Trebek uh, is on a good trajectory cancer-wise. Good. His tumors are shrunk by 50%, he says, um, which is great. I hope he returns. He's amazing. I love Jeopardy. It's like my favorite show. Uh, so that's good. Um, Do you watch Jeopardy on Netflix? Yes. It's great. Mm. Um, I memorize the episodes and then like impress people because I pretend like I've watched it for the first time. You guys want to throw something on? We could oh, Jeb Jeb from Netflix? Crazy. We should watch that. Let's, season one, episode one. Let's start it, guys. <laughs> uh, Cleopatra. <laughs> I'll t- uh, Daily Double. Start calling it out before they. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the Daily Double, right? I mean, statistically. Um, uh, let's see what else. Um, a man set himself on fire near the White House. Did you see that? Uh, I saw that. It's crazy. And he, uh, well, the headline I saw said, "Man who set himself on fire in front of the White House has died." Did he die? Yes. Oh no. Um, I didn't re- click to read the whole story, but it was so, a very logical headline. When I saw the story, it was like just developing, and they didn't have any word on his condition yet. Oh. So, like, because have you seen the video? No. It's not a very graphic video. It's like because you can't. It's from very far away because it's someone else, like from far away who saw a man on fire, and he's like, "Is that Denzel Washington?" Yeah, yes. They saw the movie "Man on Fire" starring Denzel Washington, and they took their phone out. Um, no, it's this guy. It's he's already on fire, and he's kind of like walking around. So like he's not like writhing in pain necessarily the way you would if you accidentally set yourself on fire. So I, what I thought was happening was like. 
he put on like some kind of like flame retardant suit. It was just trying to make like a political statement. Right. But apparently he, I mean, he may have still been trying to make a political statement or whatever, but apparently he lit himself on fire. <laughs> and I guess he died from his, his injuries. Is this the first time? I'm assuming it's in protest of Trump, not in support. He's I mean, just on, he's on, he's, he's literally on fire for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like his last words at the hospital were like, I'm super down for everything this administration is doing. I'm on fire for Trump. And he just, he <laughs> breathes his last breath. I doubt that that was the situation. Probably not. That seems unlikely. Yeah. Although for some causes that might be a win. If like that was the way you show how down you are for it. You just light yourself on fire that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, like a self-eradicating disease. <laughs> yeah. Um, That'd be tight. Uh, oh, that should be like the way you show that you're super down for flat earther movement is like I'm on fire for actually, the flat earth. That's, like, so that's a fire. win-win right there. Yeah, because uh, then we don't have any more flat earthers. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, good to know we're on the same page. Well, no, because I mean, like, <laughs> should we shake hands now? They... <laughs> yes. Whatever. <laughs> I love you, Brandon. Uh, I was misunderstanding. <laughs> Oh man, it's all it happens all the time. It's we're episode twenty five, man. I'm used to it at this point. We, we quarter both, centennial. Uh, quarter centennial. Uh what else? Um think that was my Oh, so this just happened on the way over here. Or I just saw the headline on the way over here. So we're not super political here on this podcast podcast, except when we are. But uh so Donald, so the, so I don't know anything about any of this, but we're gonna talk about it. And you can help me. So I don't know if I know about Robert this. Mueller. Yes resigned right i don't know oh wait who is the guy who just resigned somebody like just gave a testimony was like hey i resign uh as like the as like the person investigating trump maybe really uh hold on where'd you read this uh i know there's a bunch of stuff going on with robert Mueller and hold on let me let me see attorney general oh no uh (laughs) yeah Mueller. Mueller, right uh Mueller. yeah He's the guy that did the whole investigation. Yes, he's resigning and essentially like if essentially what that means for Democrats is if they want to impeach Donald Trump, they have to do it on their own because he's not investigating anymore. Uh-huh. Like he's closing the special And he's not going to talk. Yes, basically he's 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 closing the uh, investigations unit wing or whatever, uh which makes me think someone was like threatening his life and uh, oh. I don't know like like, why else would he stop doing it? Either, like, someone's about to give him a large sum of money or, like, someone's about to murder him. So he's like, you know what? I'm being threatened. I should probably just stop this. The last I had heard is that because he has to hand his report to the attorney general. Okay. Who was recently appointed and is a big, big fan of Trump. He's on fire <laughs> he for He would Trump. light himself on fire <laughs> in a heartbeat? Yes. <laughs> you think that? You think the guy lighting himself on fire was like a like a patsy and that was a message being sent from Trump to Mueller? He's like, look, man, this is what's going to happen to you hey, if you don't know. maybe. I think uh, we're, we're figuring stuff out here on yeah. the Weekly Regular. <laughs> yeah, this just became a conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Um, I think Robert Mueller is an interdimensional child molester is, what I, <laughs> is essentially what I'm saying. Alex Jones is back. <laughs> There's fluoride in the water. It's turning the frogs gay. <laughs> um, but I guess Mueller like handed the report over and then the, uh, to the attorney general. He legally, all he has to do is just go, we're cool. He doesn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he decides what to do. So Congress has been trying to like get the full report. So that's not an incentive like for Mueller to stop his inv- investigation necessarily, is um, what you're saying. Well, he can't legally... like 
say stuff that's in the report because mm-hmm. it's confidential and it's Mueller. just to the attorney. Yes, just to the attorney general. So the attorney general then turned around to Congress and was like, here's a summary of stuff, mm-hmm. four-page summary. It's like three or 400 pages. He's like, here's a four-page summary of everything he found. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mueller came out and was like, actually, that's not really accurate, your four-page summary, but he didn't say anything else. So there's been a whole lot of like, who's telling the truth, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's interesting that now he's... So he officially quit, and it was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going back to private life or whatever, um, which I get. He's like an 80-year-old man or something. Right. Um, so the headline that I got, though, besides that, the headline that I read on the way over here was that because of this, in reaction to this, Donald Trump went on a, like a tweet oh. rant. And here, (laughs) taking a victory lap. Uh, kind of. Listen to what he says, though. He puts his foot in his mouth again, but in a very significant way. Wait, Donald Trump? Yeah, I know, right? So character, uncharacteristic of our our glorious president. Um, he. Let me read the tweet. Uh, let's see if it's still here. Uh, he goes. Um. Hold on, I want the actual image. Um, I'm. I was trying to look up your headline. And I went to CNN. Look what's on the homepage of CNN right now. R. Kelly faces new and more serious charges. Hey yo, is that even possible? Right. <laughs> He's been charged with everything. Wait, emotional R. Kelly erupts during combative interview. Is this a like a uh, uh, homepage from like a couple months ago? <laughs> Okay, you President responds to Mueller statements with several debunked you falsehoods. You ready? Yes. Here's what the the this is what Donald Trump tweeted uh, this morning at 4:57 a.m. <laughs> All right, so he tweets he tweets Russia, Russia, Russia! Exclamation <laughs> mark! Like I, I I for my own personal comedic taste, I want to say that he's doing a, a he's doing a. a uh, Brady Bunch bit. <laughs> He's doing Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But he goes, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all you heard at the beginning of this witch hunt hoax. And now Russia has disappeared because I had nothing to do with Russia helping me to get elected. <laughs> Did you hear what he just said? No, I don't think you heard what he just said. He said, the reason you don't hear about Russia anymore is because I had nothing to do with them helping me get elected. <laughs> That's the equivalent. Of, that's the equivalent of like when a guy on like Law and Order SVU is like getting interrogated by the police, and like they're like, "Sir, uh, we want we just we don't think you had something to do with the death of your wife. We just want to know if you know anything about the death of your wife." He's like, "Look, man, I don't I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't drown my wife." And they're like, "Sir, we never said that he was that she was drowned." <laughs> He literally did that. Like he's <laughs> he's the gu- guilty guy on SVU. Oh, that's amazing. No one, look, look, Melania, look. No one is talking about Russia. Okay, no one. It's dead. No one's talking about <laughs> Russia because I am innocent. I had nothing to do with them tampering in with the election <laughs> and getting me elected. Okay. <laughs> there, we can put it to bed now. And everyone in the room's like, wait, what? Wait, what? And uh, he has since retracted the tweet. He did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The, uh, this is uh, this is great. It's a crazy time. What a time to be alive. Oh, man. Whew. It's crazy, man. That is crazy. Um, do you have any other news, or should we get into uh, Asan's, uh, Asan's ranch corner? <laughs> No, that's that's everything I, I have 
for that. We can get into it. The other thing I did this week. What is the other thing that you I did this week? I saw a little film. Uh, and when I say little, I a mean... A little film. Oh, I, I, when I say little, I mean in apparent budget for CGI. Ooh. Uh, no, I saw a movie... The burn starting even before <laughs> you say the title. I saw Aladdin 2019, the uh, the remake. And I understand you have not seen Aladdin 2019. I have not, I have not uh, seen it yet. Have you I seen do, Aladdin 92? I, of course, have seen Aladdin 92. Okay. I'm a huge Aladdin 92 fan. Okay. Big, 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 big fan. That's, okay. That's probably my favorite uh, early Disney movie. So, the most baffling thing about this movie is not any of my problems with it. Excuse me, I was stretching. I have to get I have to get ready for this. Uh, the most baffling thing about Cracking Aladdin... Your knuckles? Yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> the most baffling thing about Aladdin is that everyone seems to think it is a great film. Everything I've seen... So... Not everyone. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has like a 56%, right? Which is, by any metric, really low. For a, yeah. for a Disney movie, for any movie. Um, everyone I've seen online is saying, like, oh, this movie's so fantastic. A buddy of mine posted, oh, man, uh, I had I have three young children, and it's movies like this that I'm, I'm excited that I have children, that I can go and experience oh. these movies with. Like... People are like, this movie's amazing. I got into a literal argument in my DMs with someone who was like, responded to my story and was like, Aladdin was amazing. You, you are wrong. Shut your filthy you mouth. No idea what you're talking about. And I just, I can't. Okay. So, Aladdin. If I had three wishes, I would use one of them to shut you up. <laughs> so, Aladdin, let's just get into this. Al get into it. Aladdin. Um, uh, uh, uh you can go full spoilers because I've seen the 92 version yeah. and so and I'm let me tell you, sure you're missing same. nothing <laughs> it is beat for beat the same movie but somehow there's 30 extra minutes <laughs> okay okay it's so it's beat for beat the same plot except there have been a few things tweaked about the plot to make it feel a little bit more modern in terms of like it's it's ethos and it's characterizations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and there's additional songs that aren't in the original movie so that's I guess that's a good place to start although I've seen Aladdin 92 and I know Aladdin 92 is a musical I didn't intuit that this movie was going to be a musical Hmm. I knew that I thought it was going to be kind of like the Jungle Book where like there's certain iconic song moments that ha kind of have to happen. But that doesn't necessarily mean the whole movie is going to be a musical. That's kind of what I thought this movie was going to be. I was sorely mistaken. How much of it is musical? A lot. Of, there's a, because I would. Uh, there's a song like Aladdin, every 15 minutes. Because I was going to say 92 Aladdin. I feel like it's comparable to uh, the old Lion King. Where there's there's song moments, mm -hmm. but they're not singing the Aladdin whole time. In this movie, there's like a song every 15 minutes. There's a lot of music. Okay. It's a, a lot of songs are repeated a couple times. Hmm. Like it's just and so Guy Ritchie directed this film. Uh, oh. Guy Ritchie, not known for directing musicals uh, or Disney movies or, or Disney movies, anything family friendly, really. Um, he coming in fr fresh off the uh, off the the weird um, King Arthur movie starring Charlie Hunnam that no one saw. Right, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah. Um, he did this movie. So, let's talk about the music for a second. Nobody in this cast is a good singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Um, the, I, I did hear the music. Jasmine is an okay singer. The rest of the... Uh, Will Smith is not a good singer. No, he's not. Uh, the main Aladdin guy is... A, is it a terrible singer? No one in this movie is a good singer. They're singing every 15 minutes. And, <laughs> and it's all bad. And it's all bad. And 
it's not handled well in the sense of like songs come out of nowhere. Like normally when you watch a Disney movie, there's like songs come out of like really heightened places of emotion where like there's nothing else you can do but sing. Like you, you know, oh, there's a song coming. In this movie, it's like they'll be in the middle of a scene, uh, of a scene and then Aladdin's like, "All right, I'll catch you later." He'll turn the corner of the set and like literally just start singing. And you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like there, I saw it with my girlfriend, and there were several audio, audible moments between the both of us. We're like, "Oh, all right." Like we didn't know that there was going to be a song here, yeah. but he just starts singing, and then it's like because it's not animated and there's choreography happening the singing doesn't always sync up to their mouth movements because it's all it's all mimed like it's all lip synced yeah, on and it's not but it's not synced well yes and the really? music the music is like i feel like the music was sung and recorded a long time before the choreography was because the like the way the vocalizations don't match up with what they're doing so in the first musical number it's the one step ahead of the bad guys and it's in the animated movie it's this big elaborate frenetic like chase scene yeah where like people are threatening to cut his arm oh, off yeah. because he's stolen an apple riffraff street rat street dude. rat in this movie it's like <laughs> it's like slow and he's kind of like walking and like the moments where there is like choreography where he's like jumping and stuff like the 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 intonation in his voice doesn't change so it just feels fake and weird uh. so he's like so he's like swinging from jumping from rooftop to rooftop and it's like one step ahead of the bad guys and it's like no that's not how you would sound if you were running from dudes trying to cut your hand off mm. so it's just oh it's just bad man uh so that's the music the music okay. is really bad okay a whole new world was bad like the he's like not the strongest singer in the movie and starts that song off and it's really bad um i can show you the no world. it's more like it's more theatery than that and like weird vibrato i can show you the world not, not quite that big but somewhere in that ballpark it's just it's not good um this okay the move like the look of the movie yeah so The whole point, in my in my opinion, of doing a live action version of an animated movie is to show the potential of what this story could look like if it were real, right? To a certain extent, right. yeah. Like Jungle Book, the whole point of doing a live action Jungle Jungle Book is like, what if there was a kid raised by animals that he could understand in a world where the animals look like real animals, right? Yeah. Same thing with Lion King. In this movie, like they essentially like, what if a cartoon? <laughs> was a cartoon but like with all the limitations of our reality <laughs> it's like no that sounds boring and dull you're and contrived you're correct <laughs> everyone is dressed like a cartoon character uh -huh. like it's the cleanest desert it's like the cleanest iron age desert middle eastern city you've ever seen like it's in the middle of a desert but there's no sand anywhere <laughs> like okay, everything okay. is brightly colored um and everyone's teeth are perfect Everyone's hair is great. Do they have big eyes like the Disney characters do? <laughs> yeah, everyone got the uh, the Alita Battle Angel <laughs> treatment. <laughs> exactly. It just it's really bad, man. Like everyone looks like I don't know. It just looks terrible. Like everyone's clean. Jafar's like beard is like edged up really nicely. It just like it's just it looks yeah. like a, they like they tried the hardest to make it a cartoon, but like. Let's just watch the cartoon if that's the case, you know? Yeah. And that that was the theme of me watching this movie. I kept saying, like, why didn't they just... Why don't I just go watch the cartoon if I'm going to watch this? Because, yeah. like, some of the strongest... Because there are strong moments in the movie. Like, Will Smith... Like, it's, it's a phrase in Hollywood to say, like... Uh, a certain actor was doing the heavy lifting of mm -hmm, a movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Will Smith was, like, 
breaking world powerlifting records for the amount of lifting he was doing in this movie. Like, the movie lives and dies on his charms yeah. and performance of the genie. Uh, and, be, and he's essentially doing Hitch. Like, he's not doing... Oh, now you got my attention. <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie. Gentlemen, you had my curiosity, <laughs> and now you have my attention. Um, no, he he's he's essentially doing Hitch. and like So, Aladdin 2019 is Hitch 2. Yes. A cartoony Hitch 2. Yes, Hitch 2. Now Hitch is a genie. Um, it's essentially that. Um, yeah, he... He's doing his damnedest. And there are some moments, like in certain um, musical numbers, where Will Smith kind of shines. Yeah. Uh, and literally. And there's a moments <laughs> where, you know, at the end when he gets released from his geniedom by mm-hmm. uh, Aladdin using his last wish, it's legitimately an emotional moment because you're like, you're invested in Will Smith as an entity. You're like, oh, I, this guy, because he he's did such all a, this heavy lifting. Right. And now. <laughs> yeah. He carried. <laughs> yeah. That's the extra layer that makes it really emotional. It's like. Will Smith carried the rest of these actors through this movie. You set him free, Aladdin. And now, now he has the, the freedom to not be a genie anymore. Yeah, and also the freedom, the freedom to, to not, do other movies. Yeah, exactly. He has the freedom to not be in this franchise ever again. He literally sails off into the sunset out of Disney movies. Never uh, again. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's... It's bad, man. Like, uh, and then that was my biggest complaint with the movie is like, because it's not like it's um, Aladdin ninety two works, so it's not a bad yeah, story. Right. Like, it's a great story. It's just a bad movie in the sense of like, the reason the cartoon sensibilities work for the cartoon is because it's a cartoon. Uh, yeah. The reason why <laughs> That's like the sensibilities you want. The reason cartoon. why Peter Griffin can abuse his family and every week we don't care and we just we're right on back on board is because he's not a real person, right? He's right. a cartoon. Uh, in this movie, they had a really big opportunity to make real characters out of cartoons and not just like physically real, but I mean like real people, depth, like yeah. depth, like there's no, no one in this movie has a character arc. No one like the Sultan kind of does because he goes from being completely, I don't want to hear anything from you, Jasmine to being, Oh, you can be Sultan now. Like. So the Sultan, uh, who's like not a main character, he's like a tertiary character in this movie, has an arc. No one of these other characters have an arc. And in the cartoon, you kind of forgive it because it's like, ah, it's a cartoon. Like, we just want to see the hijinks. In this movie, they had an opportunity to really have an Aladdin who, like, is selfish and only wants to survive for him. And the streets have really made him, like, tough. And he, like, only takes what he can get, takes what he needs, but he's only really concerned with himself. And eventually... He has to, the culmination of him learning to care for others is to sacrifice his third wish for the genie. That's a great story. That story does not exist in this movie Mm -hmm. because Aladdin, uh, Disney couldn't resist the urge to make Aladdin a perfect guy from the beginning of the movie. And no one is perfect except cartoon characters. So like you could have made this Aladdin guy a real person who's like, yeah, if you grew up poor and everyone in the city is like, man, you can't have anything. You're always going to be poor because, and now we're getting into like the politics of caste systems and in Eastern countries and stuff like that. You can be like, you're always going to be poor. You were born into poverty. You're going to be, you're going to be impoverished your whole life. So now, I mean, that would harden you up. You would be selfish. You would steal for you. Even if you weren't like, going around killing people because that's a whole nother level but if you just want to like oh i steal so i can eat because i need to eat and i'm only concerned about me no man it's like aladdin in the beginning at the end of the opening number he he's getting chased around because he stole an apple like in the first movie right 
at the end of the chase scene, after this musical number, he gives the apple to a kid that's, like, much more poor than him, apparently. Because mm-hmm. I guess there's tears of poor. And he gives it... So, like, right away, he's, like, a the perfect guy. You know what I mean? So like, I think he does that in the in the original. Well, in the original, he's a cartoon, so we let it go. Oh, yeah. In this, it's, like, no person... Like, I mean, it's a nice moment because it's, like, oh, he gave the kid an apple. How nice of him. But, like, because of that, the character has nowhere to go. Like, he has nowhere to grow. He's already, you know he's going to free Genie because he's already, like, selfless. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, what does he have to learn? Nothing. And then they try to shoehorn in moments where he becomes selfish. But it's like, you don't really buy it because it's like, well, no, we know he's not this guy because we saw him give the apple to the kid, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it, you don't buy it as, you're not as ready to buy it as you are when you watch a cartoon. Uh, the, as you are when, like, he's, like, a real adult man. <laughs> right. Um... And the same with with uh, Jasmine, like there could she could have gone on a real journey where like she could have been sort of this shallow uh, princess who kind of like learns that everything isn't about class and it's not about like she should learn to love Aladdin for who he is, regardless of whether he's a prince that will please her father or not. And she doesn't need to learn that because she knows that from the very beginning of the movie. So like, yeah, you're right. She hasn't, you know, she's already in the very beginning of the movie. She's pretending to not be rich because she, you know, values the people and wants to be the Sultan because she's, it's just like, it's just everyone kind of just is, They, they took one step into a direction the they were the already movie. headed yes. in. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to watch characters <laughs> g- embark on a journey that they were already headed for and do it kind of badly, then you'll love with, Aladdin. With poorly sung musical numbers. Yep. And then Genie doesn't really go on a journey because he's sort of just like a plot device. Right. It's just, I don't know, man. It was just, and then on top of that, like, it just looks cheap. Like, the sets look terrible. Mm. Uh, it just looks like a made-for-TV movie, and it's not, it's not good. Jafar uh, was good. The actor that played him was good. I think they've already made like $200 million or something like that. Yeah. So we're yes, <laughs> definitely getting Aladdin 2. <laughs> someone's going to let... Starring not Will Smith. Yeah, someone's going to let... Well, no, I don't think Will Smith will be in Or maybe he will, but it'll. if they do a sequel, it'll be... Did they do an Aladdin 2, the animated version? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? What is it? Uh, that's Return of Jafar. That one is terrible. Okay. Because Robin Williams was not in it. Of course. Uh, then they made a third one, which was Aladdin... Uh, in the Prince of Thieves. What was the plot of of J- Return of Jafar? The second one, very forgettable. Jafar comes back. Some stuff happens. As a genie? Yeah. Okay. Some stuff happens. I don't really remember. It's not a good movie. Robin Williams is not in it. Third mm-hmm. one, Aladdin meets his dad, who is the Prince of Thieves. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert if you're uh, a big Aladdin cinematic universe guy. <laughs> but haven't I'm seen so the third one sorry. yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Robin Williams is back for that one. Okay. So that one's good. Yeah, I could see them doing a sequel where maybe they kind of blend the two. Where, yeah. like, yeah, you kind of get the beats of Aladdin meeting his father. Because I could see that but happening. But it's, it's Disney, too, so you better believe they're going to, like, try and go, Aladdin, uh, Arabian Nights. Or, like, Aladdin, uh, the myth of the stolen scepter, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And Jerry Bruckheimer's going to uh, get on board. It's going to uh, be a whole Aladdin thing. in the Sands of Time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely yeah, if be they that. can do Where, that. They're all of a sudden, that. he knows martial arts. You know, <laughs> it's like why is he sword fighting? This isn't Aladdin. Uh, yeah, oh, that's gonna be man. no. You know what might happen is like I could see the sequel to this movie being like, um, kind of a blending of those two movies where uh, there's like a uh, there's like a um, a kind of a, a hardened older like 
thief who finds the lamp right and he opens in the cave of wonders because genie sends him back the lamp back to cave of wonders with uh jafar inside and he's like oh what i've you know he doesn't necessarily know anything about the lamp or like the the curse of the genie so he's like he wrote he the lamp genie and it's jafar but jafar you know he doesn't know jafar is but jafar is like kind of manipulating him oh, to of like course. right because i can get you anything you and want and he's like but he you know he's grizzled so he's like not gonna go down that easy so like no i got stuff i gotta do first and he's like blah 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 blah, blah. i gotta write some stuff in my life yeah so what what he does is like maybe he uh he kidnaps uh jasmine princess jasmine for ransom mm. because, or she's sultan jasmine at this time so she he, that's interesting because she's not ever right. made sultan in the originals right that was a thing they added for this which is kind of feels pandering a little bit but for 2019 um, audiences yeah. yeah um so maybe kidnaps jasmine and aladdin's gotta go like say confront this guy who's wheeling a genie who has kidnapped jasmine because he's not gonna pay the ransom yeah and then he finds out the guy wheeling the genie's his father and blah 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 blah, blah. we've written it there we go there it is and already it's better than- already i don't want to see it <laughs> because you're right will smith wouldn't be back i don't think he would come back for that and that story doesn't necessarily need a will smith return you could have him come back as regular will smith maybe not as a genie but i don't think he would do it yeah i I think they would go the route of aladdin has now that they've been sultan and he's like been first man for uh a few years maybe he's like put together like a ragtag group of like his friends on his like high court that are like oh, yeah. you know his friends from the streets who are now like in positions of power with him oh yeah and you know then you can diversify the cast there's a black guy here for some reason and, <laughs> and an asian guy for some reason and you know what i mean and just yeah. do it do it up um get a pull a shazam you've not you've not seen shazam so you don't understand the reference Sorry. it's all right man but yeah aladdin was not good if you have small kids they'll probably enjoy it but you as an adult probably will not Hmm, Unless you're everyone else on the internet and apparently you like it, I don't know. <laughs> um, I speak for the for the 44 percent who didn't like it on Rotten Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Speaking of Will Smith, uh, you follow him on Instagram, right? I do, yeah. Because uh, there's been a lot of Aladdin promotion, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's also I saw one the other day that was like it was like Aladdin. It was Will Smith, uh, and it was like this this like emotional voiceover. He was like, for me. The thing I love more than anything in the world is dancing. And then, like, it was a video of him <laughs> dancing. And then it, like, was, like, photoshopped or video shopped into, like, a bunch of other scenes. And, like, wacky music came on. And then he was in I Am Legend. So he was dancing, but then himself in I Am Legend was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like the scene where his uh, dog dies or whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because it's clearly shot or clearly put together by his production team. <laughs> but just, he's acting as if like he look just at what dis- this fan he made. stumbled across it on right. the internet. Right. Look, I stumbled across a thing that my video team made. <laughs> my professional full time video team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it's funny. And I I'm seeing more and more of those pop up on his feed where it's like, look at this wacky Will Smith meme. Yeah, he I mean my team made. <laughs> he's a genius with social media, man. Also, so is uh I think to bring it back full circle, Lil Nas X has I think what has primarily um made him last as long as he had so far is one that's just a great song, but two, I think his media team is really good. Like his social media presence is amazing. He keeps making the right kind of moves. Um content wise like he did like a, a video with complex where like he went in to like crazy. A, yeah he did a video with complex where he goes into like a, a, a 
a big like I guess like a cowboy store like it's like an army surplus store but they sell cowboy type stuff and he's like picks out his like his favorite items and like just basically like it's just a like a five minute video like kind of humanizing him yeah and like like stuff like that like other rappers don't do like they or any i mean really any music artist like they're not doing stuff like that so like, i think it's just genius for him because he he's he's starting to transcend like oh i'm the old town road guy right uh, and just and and he's intentionally doing things to like make him transcend that so people see him instead of like see old town road but with but he's also doing it without abandoning old town road which i think is a, a respectable quality too do you think he is gonna star as genie in uh, <laughs> aladdin in the sands of time uh could yeah he could yeah i think honestly i think the kid is charming enough that if he plays his cards right um i think he could potentially end up in movies and stuff too i really do because he hasn't crazy. destroyed his face like post malone right <laughs> uh i know i do think he could end up like on tv shows and stuff like that i don't know if he's a good actor or anything right. but well I you think, don't have to be that right good. <laughs> i think yeah i think he's charming enough that like if he plays his cards right he could be like the next like i don't know what the equivalent celebrity is because there may not have been one but yeah like the next like or maybe like a i wouldn't i don't think he's as talented or as i don't want to say talented maybe he's not as gifted as like a donald glover but i could see him being <laughs> that's, that's a crazy comparison you yeah, just made no, not necessarily i think he could occupy a similar space in the cultural conversation where's little from uh i don't know it's a good question um uh you made me lose. Oh, I'm saying I think he could occupy if he plays his card rights could occupy a similar space in the cultural conversation. I don't think he'll on the same level in terms of like talent and skill. You don't think he's gonna have a hit FX show called Houston or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna be necessarily as prolific as like a Donald Glover in terms of like his ability to crush everything he does. But I do think he could be one of these guys who floats between doing musical stuff that's really good, doing like being in a movie. Like I could see him doing that kind of stuff. So, and I and I I think he's charming. So I hope he can do it. Well, only time will tell. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the tagline to Aladdin and the and the Sands of Time. Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> Whenever I hear the name Jerry Bruckheimer, I just imagine the logo, oh, like yeah. with that that plant in the middle of the desert that gets struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you know the movie is about to be crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like that's how you know Taylor Kitsch is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're watching a movie and the opening credit says uh, a Peter Berg film. That's how you know there's going to be some aircraft carriers in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're going to see some flyovers in this movie. For this you little, got to. Yeah, you have to. It's Peter Berg, man. You can have some um, war vets, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you got a thing, mm -hmm. play the hits. All right, you got uh, closeout stuff? I got some closeouts. You got some shout-outs? I got some shout-outs for All right, the closeouts. What are your, your shout-outs? Shouting out to uh, Dave Brandwine and Joseph Hans. Who are those people? They shouted us out on uh, social media. Yeah, I sent them some stickers. Send them some stickers. Send them some stickers. If you stickers. want a sticker, shout us out on social media or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and we'll send you some sticks. Yeah, that helps us out a lot. Uh, shout out to the, the, the episode, the Eric episode just came out, right? Yep. Shout out to our last podcast guest, uh, Eric Palmquist. Yes. Uh, that was great. He was telling us all about being a record producer yes also shout out to turkland eldridge leguizamo, leguizamo of yeah. the cleveland of the Cle the cleveland, cleveland. leguizamos uh he goes by turkey leg turkey for sure leg. and sometimes 
uh, uh, Clifford Toothsbury. Cl- that was Clifford his artist Toothsbury name. Is, yeah. yeah. So shout out to him. Um, Man of many names. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, we didn't. We we hadn't heard of him prior to our interview with him, but he ended up being a pretty cool person to talk to. He gave us a lot of insight on the uh, Cleveland and greater Ohio funk scene. Yeah. So, so he, sang, he sang some haven't. of his songs for us. It, yeah. Songs is uh, in in heavy air quotes. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were interesting. But if you want to hear about that, you can check out our pre- previous episode. That should be available everywhere. Yep. And yeah, I also have a shout out. Oh, what's your shout out? I want to shout out uh, Steph. Uh, 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 on Instagram, she's Brazzle Dazzle. Okay. Uh, her name is Steph. Uh, she was uh, upset because I did not shout her out at the end of, I believe, our last episode when I talked about my trip to San Jose because she was there, oh. and I, I don't think I shouted her out as being a part of the, that trip. So yeah, you named off everyone. Everyone except Steph. Brazzle Dazzle on Instagram. Wow. She gets a, a full Instagram handle shout out. Yeah. Too. That's crazy. I just think it's a funny handle. Brazzle Dazzle. That is. Because her last name is Brazzerton. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Her father created a popular adult film site <laughs> that she's uh that she wants to be associated she, with. Yeah, she wants to be associated on, with so she can Instagram, be yeah. make sure that she's the heir to and not her evil brother with a mustache. <laughs> so Um also, if you've made it this far into the podcast, yeah. and we're about to wrap up, but if you have made it this far into the podcast, that means you are a true fan. And shout out to all you guys. Yes. So shout out to you. Yeah. It matters that you guys listen to the whole episode on iTunes and Spotify and stuff. Uh, it's, it's, it, I don't know, it figures into the algorithm. So thank you for listening, not turning it off after 10 minutes. Yes. Uh, if you've made it this far, you will uh, uh, greatly appreciate this. Um, we, by the time this airs, it'll be. Uh, a day away uh we shot a sketch oh that's right we Um, have shot a sketch so if it's monday when you're listening to this it's not out yet if it's tuesday it's out yeah so if you're listening to this after tuesday uh june what is it yeah first fourth fourth after june 4th if you're listening to this there is a sketch available from right uh-huh. From weekly regular comedy. Weekly regular comedy. Uh, where where can they find that? Uh, you can f- you will be able to find it. I'm going to put it absolutely everywhere. Uh, <laughs> All right. So if so you follow YouTube, us, yes, YouTube, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our w- website. Uh, yes, we will have a website by then. <laughs> yeah, we totally will. It'll be done. What's the name? Of, what's the website? Uh, weeklyregular.com. Weeklyregular.com. Go there and watch the sketch. It's really funny. Yes. Uh, um, and if you like it, uh, share it with people. Yes, please share it. We're excited. Um, yeah. Um, should we? Should oh maybe we could do this. Uh. Maybe we could do like for people who have listened this long, the, the numbers will be small. Maybe we can do like a, some kind of trivia thing that they can answer on social media, and Ooh. and then if they answer it, uh, or if they post it on social media, then we can give them a sticker. Sure. So like, okay. So so what is it? Should we say the name of the sketch? Uh, we can say the name of the sketch. All right. Want. So if you want a sticker, another way you can get a sticker, uh, and if, even if you've gotten a sticker another way, if you want another sticker, so say you got one face and want the other face. Double sticks. Uh, if you want double sticks, you want DSs, uh, not, not to be confused with. <laughs> wait, the, wait, wait, back it up, back it up, back it up. Uh, if you want another sticker, uh, or if you want your first sticker, uh, go on social media and either, uh, and on, let's just say Instagram, go and post a video of you. Or a picture of you, or make a post saying 
the name of the sketch that is dropping next week. And the name of that sketch is... Kill Your Darlings. Kill Your Darlings. So go on Instagram, take a picture with you holding a piece of paper that says Kill Your Darlings, at Weekly Regular, tag us in it, or a video of you saying Kill Your Darlings, or hashtag, maybe we should start a hashtag. Oh, let's start a hashtag. Yeah, we're starting yeah, a hashtag. Yeah. So rewind what we just said and uh <laughs> and uh take a picture of yourself uh uh saying or holding a piece of paper saying hashtag kill your darlings use the hashtag kill your darlings and tag us in it any yep. any kind of combination letting people know hashtag kill your darlings and weekly regular and we will send you a sticker so you only know about this if you've listened to the entire episode <laughs> so maybe two people will see this or will hear this and then they can do that hashtag kill your darlings uh yeah anything else uh that is it all right uh thanks guys we will see you next week yep uh i have been brandon shaw you can find me online at b shaw b shaw b shaw uh i'm asan uh you can find me online at at asan the dj at a h s o h n the dj um and you can find us online at weekly regular and the new weekly yeah expect expect uh more sketches and fun comedy stuff from yes there. We're right. very excited. We will see you guys next week. See you next week.